Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Arusi. And I'm Jason Arusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Aloha, everyone. Welcome back to Multifamily Live. I am super excited. I have seen this gentleman around social media for years, and I finally got him on. Chris Salerno, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to add value to everybody. Super excited to have you on. So Chris with QC Capital LLC is a national multifamily investment company acquiring complexes of 100 units or greater in the Southeast markets. QC Capital LLC focuses on focuses are markets that demonstrate consistent rent growth, population growth, and job growth. Experienced chief executive officer with a demonstrated history of working in the real estate industry, skilled in sales, management, teamwork, leadership, and project management. A strong business development professional in the multifamily real estate industry, Chris Salerno attended Wharton Business School and Winthrop University. Chris successfully transacted transacted, I can talk, I promise you, more than 40 million in real estate volume and helped lead real estate, his real estate team in the Carolinas to produce more than 140 million. Again, that's 140 million in annual sales prior to creating QC Capital. He is named and his company is named to Charlotte's 30 under 30, elite 50, elite 50 entrepreneurs, 30 under 30 entrepreneurs and nominated for Forbes 30 under 30, 2018 and 2020. Chris has quickly gained recognition and notoriety for his hard work and dedication. Whew. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited to have you on. And you have like all these accolades. You have all these millions of dollars. You have, you are on top of the world right now. Of course, you can always go higher. But Chris, right. how did you start? What got you into real estate? What got me into real estate itself? Um, I was younger, um, and uh, and I didn't grow up in a wealthy family. Uh, I grew up in a duplex. I shared a room with my grandmother uh, when I was born. Um, but I was I would always when I grew up to uh, and eventually rode my bike. I'd ride my bike in these gated neighborhoods that were just million dollar houses. And at the time, I lived in Florida, and I would always tell myself one day I, I would be in one of those houses. Um, and, and it was that motivation uh, to, to work hard and to achieve that level of success. But also real estate was always interesting because you rarely find the same building, multifamily building, uh, that is the exact same. The exact same from start to finish, ground to, to the highest it's going, the exact same. It's always different. And, and that's what I fell in love with multifamily. And that's why I fell in love uh, at the time with residential real estate because it was always different. Uh, and, and I jumped straight into it. I love it. I love it how you jumped. You went from riding your bicycle to jumping into real estate. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> There's a so, lot of in between, but I got there. I want I to know a little bit more about that in between point because that's a lot of 
where a lot of my listeners are. They're like, well, how did you go from like dreaming that having that one day and turning it into your right now, this moment, I have to take this action to take myself to that level. How did you get to the level that you're at? Just what you said, take action. Um, I, this morning, um, so I'm, I, I love Instagram. Instagram's a great way to communicate. Uh, I communicate with actually a couple billionaires that are in real estate on Instagram. And we were, I was chatting with one out of Austin and, uh, and we talked about taking action. Uh, and that's the biggest thing is taking action. So fast forward, um, I, I attended Winthrop University. Uh, after a year and a half, I dropped out of Winthrop. Um, I was studying pre-med biology and then I went uh, pre-med biology whooped my butt. So I, then I went to business entrepreneurship and I left after a year and a half because college just wasn't for me. I then uh, got two jobs uh, to pay off my student loans. Within five months, I paid off all my student loans, uh, which was only like 15 grand. Um, and, and from there, I wanted to, I, getting into brokeraging real estate, I wanted a job that followed my work ethic because I knew I would outwork my competition. And, and, that, and that was sales. So I um, worked two jobs. One was at Olive Garden as a server. The other job was uh, uh, running the security department at a local amusement park here in Charlotte. And uh, I would bounce back and forth. I would only sleep about five hours a night and go back and forth to those jobs. There's actually one time my boss told me that I, or he forced me to go home because I worked a, uh, it was a 28 hour shift with no break. And he said, you need to go home before I get in trouble with the state. Um, you sound like I, my kind of people, Chris. Oh, I, I love it. I used to work. Oh, I loved it. Um, but I saved up, uh, I saved up some money and, and I passed the test. Uh, and, and when I got into uh, residential brokerage, that money I had, I, I left both of those other jobs and I said, I will make this work. There's no, uh, I have to make it work. I have a certain amount of money and I have to make this work. And, and that's what I tend to do even today as, as I'm speaking, I tend to still put my back against the wall. And reason being is us as humans, we're wired that if our back is against the wall, we will find a solution. Um, a lot of people get uncomfortable with putting their back against the wall, but I am comfortable with putting my back against the wall because I know the only other way is forward and I will find a solution. Uh, so I find to even in this day, I still find to put my back against the wall to project me uh, and project the company on where we want to go. But so give me give me an example of that, like a recent money. example of where you put yourself again up against the wall to project yourself forward. Money. Money, money, money. I mean, money buys everything. So, for example, um, I have se- I have uh, separate bank accounts, uh, multiple of them, and there's one bank account that I only see, and it has it. It does not have a large amount. It has a very small amount of money in it, and, and that is motivating me to hurry up and fill that bank account because it, it's running down. And uh, just like I did when I left those two jobs to get into residential real estate sales, I had only a certain amount of money. And so I, I, I program my brain like that so I can put my back against the wall to go out there and to grow. And I, I have other little systems and things like that within the company where we put our back against the wall and, and we have certain goals that we have to achieve on a quarterly, a monthly uh, basis for everyone who, uh, who works within the company. And give me an example of one of those company uh, back up against the wall uh... <laughs> so uh so a lot of people don't like to uh to get in early so uh they i have all of uh i have all the team who works in in person right now they get in at eight o'clock and when they get in at eight o'clock 
We have a 30 minute powwow about what's going on with life and things like that. And then to put their back against the wall, what we do is that uh, we really focus and go deep uh, throughout that day on our tasks. And, and when we do that, we, we challenge ourselves. And, and how we do that is that we have other partners in the industry where if we're underwriting a deal or anything like that, we're always analyzing their deals. Uh, we're always trying to gain that education so we can project ourselves um, and, and to grow the company. So that's how they're putting their back against the walls. I'm getting them out of their comfort zone. Uh, if it's they don't like to wake up early or if it's uh, there's certain things that they don't like to do in their task. I slowly put those tasks in there to help open their brain, to help open their knowledge uh, and to get them uncomfortable so they can start feeling comfortable. That makes sense. It makes complete sense. And you sound like a fantastic leader and it sounds like, and props to your team, I'm going to give them props. It sounds like you've built a fantastic team. Can you tell and speak to how you grew that team and a little bit about your team structure? Yeah. Um, So when I first got in the industry, it was just me. Um, I got in and, um, and I found a coach, a mentor, his name's Joe Fairless. I uh, love him to death. He's a personal friend of mine. Uh, yep. He's a personal yes, friend of Joe. mine. Oh, he's amazing. Personal friend of mine. We chat personal, we chat business all the time. Um, and, uh, I got in and I projected the company very quickly within seven months. We acquired three large assets. And, and from there, I knew that I needed to build the foundation of the company very strong for the growth that I wanted to have. And believe it or not, I was actually flying uh, to uh, Dealmaker Live out in Dallas. Uh, this was uh, 2019. And um, I had a gentleman reach out to me because I always post, I'm headed out to the city, would love to grab lunch or something with anyone. And he reached out to me, said, I'd love to grab dinner with you. Um, I work for a very large private equity company, but I want to leave them. I'm not happy with them. Uh, who does your underwriting and asset management? I said, well, I do everything. At the moment, I did everything. So I said, I do. And he said, well, let's have lunch uh, or dinner. And uh, so my plane uh, or my Uber got delayed. I then, um, I then had him, uh, told him, hey, I'm going to be late. Uber got delayed. He's like, no, I'll just come by. I just drove by. I'll pick you up. We drove. We were going to go to some steakhouse, but I, I didn't know Dallas had In-N-Out. So I said, stop. We're going to In-N-Out Burger. Let's just grab a burger and fries. Let's, that, that, I'm good with that. So we did. And he was extremely knowledgeable, very hungry and determined. And I said, yeah. You, I'm okay with bringing you on. You can work, for, uh, you know, four or five months. We can, we can put you through a, a, a t- or I'll put you through a test program. And if you pass, then you'll come on full time. Uh, he worked for a very large company out of Dallas. They had around 1.3 billion assets under management. He directly managed around 40 of their assets and did their asset management, also their crowdfunding platform. So he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, and then he he excelled extremely quickly. I don't, I don't know how to put all these like formulas in these Excel spreadsheets. That's not my forte. I know how to analyze an Excel spreadsheet, pick out what's wrong, but all those little formulas, mm-hmm. that's not me. And so, uh, so he just kept progressing and progressing. And eventually I said, I need you on full time. I need you on full time. So he came on full time uh, over our asset management and uh, directors of acquisition. So he oversees the underwriting as well. Uh, from there, it was really building out the network of the relationships I built throughout Charlotte. Uh, we had an acquisition specialist, a director over maintenance and construction. Uh, we have a guy who's kind of part-time that we utilize when it comes to brand new uh, developments. Uh, we're not in the development space, but he's, also, he's, just, he's good to help. And then we have a couple of advisors as well, and then some analysts. 
Um, and, and that's how I built it out was through the relationships that I built here in Charlotte and through social media. I love it. And I love this term that I've, I should coin myself, but Hey, it's somebody else probably said it relationships, like make those relationships that'll turn into partnerships. And it sounds like you did exactly that. And it's the relationships you make on social It's the relationships you make in person and you turn them into these partnerships that have, that have lifted you up as you lift up others. So kudos to you. So tell me a little bit more about your team structure, because it sounds like you have an office, you have them come in and how are you leading them forward? Yeah. Um, So it's really, you know, right now it's a very competitive market, Um, especially here in the Carolinas. Our headquarters is in Charlotte, North Carolina, extremely competitive. And so it's it's the motivation and the mindset to to help them want to come to work and want to excel in their position. Uh, and it starts with me. Um, it starts with me pouring out my energy. And and I think all of them, I don't want to speak for them, but I know if they were here, they would all say they love coming into the office because they feel my energy that I pour off. And they love that. They love that that energy and that drive that I have uh, in the vision that I have for the company. And I, I feel that everyone that uh, I brought on al- aligns with the company values, with the company's vision and with our mission and, and our goals that we want to achieve. And with doing so, that helps tremendously to help keep them motivated, uh, even during times like this, where we're getting, we just lost a deal. We were at uh, 232 a unit. Uh, broker's guidance was at 220 and an uh, insurance company came in and paid 257 cash. And I, I was like, that's like a 2%, 1% IRR. Like <laughs> we're, we're going to get beat out all the time. So you know, getting beat out so much, you know, does discourage people and definitely discourage them. And I see them when I tell them, Hey, we just lost this, but it's, it's up to me to keep that motivation and that mindset going and, and just having that energy flow through them to help them, uh, you know, power through uh, their job and, and be excited about it. I love it. I love it that you're keeping up the excitement that you're you're going after these big deals. And they're all, the only reason you're losing out on them is this big players come in and they pay a little bit more and allowing your team to feel that, but taking that, you know, quote, it's not even a failure, quote, yeah. failure and using it as a stepping stone. What can you do differently? How can you move faster? All these things that you can do as a leader to lead your team into the next step. So how about you personally, Chris, what is your next step? <laughs> My next step is, uh, is, is definitely growing the company. Um, I, I would love to see our, our, our company within five years, a billion at minimum, a billion assets under management. Uh, and then from there, our, our ultimate goal is to achieve the five, 10, 15, 20 billion. I think our overall goal as a company before I die, I would really like to see it a, a 50 plus billion dollar company. Um, whether if I'm, you know, on the board or if I'm, I'm still running it as CEO, uh, I, before I die, I would love to see it as a $50 billion company. So Chris, it's been an amazing podcast before I let you go. Yes. What is one like amazing quote or something that you want to leave my listeners with? I'll always say this, and I say this on every podcast, uh, is just never give up. And, and, and you need to really dig deep because when you feel like giving up, when you're at your lows, and I even have lows, I have extremely low lows. And, and I even have to tell myself, I meditate in the mornings and in the evenings. I even have to tell myself, Chris, do not give up. Keep pushing. 
Um, and I, I, I will always live by that is just never give up and keep pushing uh, because you, you don't know truly how hard you can push yourself and, and the extent that you can achieve with pushing yourself. So just never give up. Chris, thank you for that. Everyone out there, I know there's somebody that needed to hear that. I know I did. So Chris, again, thank you. How thank can you. people get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me if you go to our website, qccapitalgroup.com, and you can click on the uh, Invest Now uh, or Investor tab there. You can fill out the information. Our team will go ahead and get that, and then we'll be able to set up a personal one-on-one 15-minute call to see if we're a good fit to partner on our next acquisition. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. You are amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And to everyone out there, so grateful to you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe. It would mean the world to me. So much aloha, so much love, so much peace. You are awesome. Aloha.